Hi and welcome to the Movie Magoo's Film Reviews. My name is Rory, occasional filmmaker, occasional screenwriter, frequent movie watcher. Welcome to the review for Ocean's 8. I got that feeling that something rank is going down out there. It's the Movie Magoo's Film Reviews Show. Sonny, we can do this the easy way or the hard way. What's that? It's super fresh. What the hell, you're an idiot. I am a meat popsicle. The easy way. A lot of people at this screening, a lot of people came in large groups. Everyone's out for a good time. It's a risk the all-lady reboot of Ghostbusters was a disaster. So how did the all-lady Ocean sequel do? Well, let's find out. Wait, 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 wait. Every time you, you move it, they have to start from scratch. What did you what just do? do? I turn it on. Oh. Ocean's 8. It's the official sequel, with a lower numerical digit, than the original George Clooney Ocean's 11 film. This time it's led by Sandra Bullock, playing Debbie Ocean. Good afternoon, Miss Ocean. The con artist mastermind behind the heist of the film. Debbie Ocean, convicted felon. Her brother, Danny Ocean, more convicted felon. She was present on the night of the incident. As a film critic, I have to be aware of the positives and the negatives of any film that I see, and cast a final decision if one outweighs the other. So what are the pros and cons of this pro-con artist film? It's a twofer. It's very similar to what we were given in Ocean's Eleven. We will not be the prime suspect. On one hand, this could be seen as a positive. The filmmakers are paying tribute to its predecessor, cleverly mirroring character introductions and various story elements. Is it genetic? Are the whole family like this? Literally. On the other hand, it could be seen as lazy filmmaking, where little effort has been made to bring much original to the table. Personally, I really enjoyed the same, same, but different nature of this film. It seemed to me like Gary Ross, the writer-director here, was actively drawing attention to those elements. He wants audiences to notice that he's mirroring the original. Even if this was possible, you'd need 20 people. Seven people. For younger audiences who may not have even seen those earlier films, it's all going to feel new, and you are in for a treat. For those who have seen the originals, to me, it felt like well-laid jokes to get an unexpected payoff. Oh, and just so you know, when I say original film, I'm referring to the George Clooney, Brad Pitt, 2001 Ocean's Eleven, not the 1960s Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin Ocean's Eleven. That's too far back for me. I haven't seen it. I probably should. It's probably great. It's on my must-see list. Okay, here's the synopsis for Ocean's Eight. Five years, eight months, 12 days and counting. That's how long Debbie Ocean has been devising the biggest heist of her life. In three and a half weeks, the Met will be hosting its annual ball. And we are going to rob it. She knows what it's going to take. A team of the best people in the field, starting with her partner in crime, Lou Miller. Together, they recruit a crew of specialists, including jeweler Amita, street con Constance, suburban mum Tammy, hacker Nineball, and fashion designer Rose. Their target? A necklace worth more than $150 million. Valued at over $100 million. Okay, so there's the synopsis. Sandra Bullock. I think she's the perfect person to front this movie. She's an actress who's just as confident delivering heartfelt emotion as she has been humorous. It's a mistake, uh, but it, it happened. 
This ability is actually part of her charm, and it's put to great use here as the team leader and mastermind. Yes, that's exactly right. Kate Blanchett, taking over from Brad Pitt as her right-hand person, isn't really given a whole lot to do here. But she is an actress who can give enormous weight to any role she plays, even the thin ones, like this one is. Okay, everybody, let's get started. It was nice hearing her native Australian accent. The Aussie accent is often hammed up in Hollywood films to the point of cringe-worthy. Ethan Hunt, g'day mate, I'm William Baird, but Billy's okay. Anything you need me to get, move or watch, just let me know I'm your man. But not here, so all good. I'll have a look around. The chemistry between herself and Sandra Bullock was delightfully fun to watch. And speaking of good chemistry, all the ladies here seem to be vibing. Helena Bohem Carter as the eccentric fish-out-of-water fashion designer. I'm going to be really poor. Sarah Paulson as the domesticated family mum. I am with my family. I told you that. I'm in your garage. Mindy Kalin as the dreamy jeweler. Taylor Swift? Can't we just go to this? Do we have to steal stuff? And Aquafunnier as the oddball street-level hustler. Can I get my watch back, please? And hers as well? Sorry. It's okay. All the cast here are a great mix of personalities that keep their interactions lively and spirited. The only person on the team who didn't seem to be having much fun was the super hacker character Nineball, played by R&B singer Rihanna. Maybe it was just how the role was written. She's got a lot of alone on the computer scenes without anyone to bounce off. She doesn't seem to really fit into this team of colorful cons. What's your name? Name Ball. What's your real name? Eight Ball. However, as the movie went on, her isolated downbeat sarcasm actually started to grow on me. While everyone else was sweet, she was the sour, which is a tasty combo. Ew, that sounded a bit wrong. Let's move on. By the end of the movie, Nineball has actually become one of my favourite characters. I've been looking forward to Rihanna taking on a proper role after her short but strong role in last year's sci-fi fantasy Valerian, The City of a Thousand Planets. And seeing it here, I was not disappointed. Came on. I'll tell you who else was a surprise. Anne Hathaway. I didn't know she could do comedy. She's playing the narcissistic, self-entitled socialite who's filled with deep-seated insecurities. This is a role that could have come across as irritatingly shallow. But Hathaway seems to really know that, and she's one of those actresses that can really add depth to a role and make it something special. 150 million, actually. <laughs> I suspect she's channeled some of her mm, own issues into the role and really got to town with the self-parody. I enjoy it when actors are willing to poke fun at themselves. I'm thinking back to some of her scenes and they're still making me laugh. That's a lot. This film is not strictly a comedy, but it is funny. It had the whole cinema laughing. How long would it take you to make seven pieces of jewelry? Five or six hours. How long if I told you you didn't have to live with your mother anymore? Less. This is the kind of story where you can have long sequences of escalating tension and break that tension with a well-timed gag. Timing, in this case, is everything. And having a cast of colourful, eccentric characters to lean on for those moments is what helped those earlier Oceans films really shine. And it does here too. Can I come with you? This is Mommy's very special work trip. I'd like to take a moment here and discuss something that I've never brought up in a Movie Magoo's film review before, and that is fashion. 
Yes, Gaga, you look so good. I certainly wouldn't call myself a fashionista, but you'd have to be blind to not notice the outfits being worn by the ladies in this film. I noticed Jean-Paul Gaultier had a consultant credit on this film, so I did a bit more research. This film has a wardrobe department of 40 people in it. 40 people in the wardrobe department. I've worked on film sets that have had less people than that for the entire crew. So with 40 people paying attention to the fashion, you know it's going to be good. Yes. yes, the dress. Uh, we're over Great here. Gaga. Love you. Love you. Right from scene one, as soon as Sandra Bullock is out of her orange prison jumpsuit, she's in dresses that look runway ready. The story itself is centered around pulling a heist at a fashion show, so the entire cast get a chance to frock up. Now, I'm used to seeing photos of these ladies at gala events and Academy Awards, even the red carpet premiere of this very film. But the ladies in Ocean 8 look more spectacular in this movie than they have ever looked. Even supermodel and Project Runway judge Heidi Klum is in the movie, and she gets one line, Nice dress, as Sandra Bullock saunders by mid-heist. Dear God, that was spectacular. Even Rihanna, who's glammed up in many of her music videos, forget it. You ain't seen nothing until you've seen her in this film. It's like a transformation, but Jesus, it's amazing. I am getting carried away. Time to dial it back. Yes, doggers. Hey, mama. Let's move over to my final thoughts. I have seen all the recent Oceans films that led up to this one, and the fact that the filmmakers have leaned heavily on what worked on those films was, to me, the right way to go. The story structure, the jazz-inspired music score, the long zoom shots and the scene wipes are all back, and I'm fine with that. Ocean's 8 was a great example of how to reboot a franchise the right way. They took eight women and they gave them all a character worth watching. Not cartoonish man fantasies of badass women. No, these women are strong, funny, smart, amazing-looking independent ladies. I want to see them all back in a sequel. Why do you need to do this? Because it's what I'm good at. I really loved the attention and the respect the film had for the world that it was heisting. For Ocean's Eleven, it was the casino world. For this film, it's the fashion world. The heist itself is a joy to watch. The sheer tenacity of what they're trying to pull off is amazing to see unfold. They've got every inch of this place covered. Leading to plenty of tension and laughs. Still the exits. We prepared for this. That big crowd I mentioned attending the 9pm screening? I looked around as the credits were rolling, and they all had big, satisfied smiles on their faces. And so did I. How long did it take you to figure all this out? Five years, eight months, and 12 days. And that brings me to the end of my review for Ocean's 8. If you want to catch any of my older reviews, they're all still up on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher, or whatever your favourite platform is. Thanks very much. We'll catch you next time on the Movie Magoo's Film Reviews. Oh, oh yes! yes. Uh.